0: Hi, everybody. I'm Jeff Seckendorf, CEO of UTD's. I don't even know the name of my company anymore. Change.
1: We did <laughs> what that five times.
0: Yeah, it's UTD Scuba Diving now, not Unified Team Diving. Anymore. Well, it's UTD Diving or UTD Scuba or Diving. U-D- you to
1: have an official name. It's
0: UTD Scuba Diving.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeff Seckendorf, CEO of UTD Scuba Diving. Here, as always, with our training director, Ben Boss. Hey, Ben.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So, today we're talking about luggage. Yeah. Are you, are you packed?
1: I'm almost packed. I'm, I'm still unpacking from my trip to France, um, but then I'm packing again because I'm coming stateside.
0: Finally. Finally. That's, I haven't been here since we started this whole thing two years ago with the rebuild, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. It's been a yeah. while.
0: So, why are you coming?
1: Well, there's this tiny little town with a whole bunch of lights in the middle of the desert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're going to Vegas, baby. Oh, yeah. We had a friend who once said what happens in Vegas shows up on Facebook. Exactly. so yeah we're going to the DEMA trade show dive equipment
1: to be honest I don't even know what it stands for it
0: changed it it used to be the manufacturers association now it's the dive equipment marketing association okay Uh, but it's called DEMA it's the DEMA show it's in goes back and forth between Las Vegas and Orlando Florida it didn't happen last year of course because of COVID and two years ago I don't think we went because that was right before
1: no we planned exactly we planned to go to New Orleans oh that's right because they do it yeah, New Orleans, and then Florida, and then Las Vegas, but I would have loved to see New Orleans, actually, more, maybe even more than Las Vegas, because I've seen Vegas.
0: Yeah, but, there's not much to see in things. Um, New Orleans is fun, though. New Orleans is great. Yeah. It, it's great.
1: I, I guess. I so, know. yeah,
0: so we're going to Vegas, we're going to DEMA, we're going to a trade show. I heard um, recently from the head of sales for the DEMA trade show, when I was trying to figure out if we were actually going to spend the money to do this, that... Trade shows across the United States right now are down about 50% Mm. because of COVID. Yeah. I think they're also down about 50% because there's so much you can do online now that people are going less. But, you know, we made this decision to set up the booth and show up. There's three of us going, you and me and Kim Cardenas, our instructor from Ventura, California, is going to drive over. So the three of us will be there and we're going to see how much value we get and how much support we give to our existing instructors and students and, well, not really vendors any longer because we don't do equipment. But um, I think it's going to be fun. I think so. I think it's going
1: to be fun. I think so too. I mean, in general, it's just nice to see people face-to-face and talk diving. And and yes, you can do a lot online, but I feel that you know, regardless uh, of the fact that it can be very efficient online, sometimes it's the inefficiency of the person to person meetings that gives you the the real connection that that builds relationships i think and uh,
0: well it's certainly we're zoomed out yeah there's no and yeah. as we sit here and talk on zoom yeah. we are as a as a world yeah. pretty well zoomed out right now yeah. i just can't see any traction for doing anything else on zoom and you know good for zoom they stepped up they did a great job over the past couple of years oh yeah you know, but uh, you know they became like a uh, they became a verb they became an adjective they became a noun and all the while really all they were was a proper noun they were just a name but now you know to Zoom has become a verb, and once you become a verb, oh, you made it! Oh, you, know, yeah. you are in style and marketing heaven, boy! Yeah, exactly. That's pretty, pretty slick. All right, so DEMA. For those of you who have not had the experience of going to DEMA, it's a trade show, so it's not open to the retail public. It's for uh, people in the scuba diving industry. So, in order to go, you're supposed to be uh, an instructor, a dive master, a buyer, or a seller. We've done it. We did. A, we did uh, the show in New York once, beneath the sea, which is a retail show, and it, it really drove us crazy because it's open to anybody who wants to kick the tires, and it, it was a very inefficient. That's
1: like booth in 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 Germany, right? In the north, yeah. In Europe, there's a huge, uh, like fair, uh, and it's basically a, um, a marine fair uh, for everything to do with boats and fishing and you know, leisure yachts and all that sort of stuff. And a huge fair about diving as well there at the same time. And this one lasts for a week. You know, it's crazy. And it's, it's everything. It's like organizations, it's manufacturers. There's this whole area, which we jokingly call the China area because it's just full with diving equipment that you really don't need (laughs) at a really high price for really low quality. (laughs) Perfect. Sounds perfect.
0: We've, you know, we signed up for boot two years ago. And it didn't happen. And we signed up last year, and it didn't happen. And now it's in January, so it, it
1: looks like it's going to happen. I, I spoke to some people who are going to, you know, exhibit there. Um, I'll be going, uh, but just just to look and then see what we can do next year because it's a um, booth is not just like a weekend. It's a much much larger investment, and it needs to have a proper plan to have a good um, return of investment on that and on that. Yeah,
0: and Deem is pretty easy for us because you know. All the stuff's in San Diego. So it's only really a four and a half, five hour drive, and we're up there. So, um, except for your flight, you know, yeah, we're all exactly. just super local. So, we've done this, I don't know, 10 times now as an agency, um, each time when we were selling equipment as part of the UTD um, business model. And of course, that has changed that UTD scuba diving now is training and certification only. There is no equipment division. We're not doing anything with equipment. We're not selling equipment. We're not manufacturing equipment. That's all been separated out. We're just doing the education side. So, you know, we had to look at the booth. It's like, well, what do we got?
1: <laughs> you yeah, know? exactly.
0: What's left? Because it's the equipment that draws people into these booths. You know, you don't want to set up a booth and have people yawn as they go by. Well,
1: it gets guess we have to shave every day because people are going to be looking at us instead of at the products. <laughs> oh,
0: God. So we are taking a couple of things with us that are exciting. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So uh, if you made it this far into the podcast, now we're going to tell you why we're going and what we're going to do there. The first thing we're going with is coaching. So coaching, we've done a zillion podcasts on coaching. Coaching is is a training model for students that is a long-term slower, process-oriented training model that encompasses not only the course materials for a class, but a ton of peripheral materials that we pull from everywhere. Our video library, our podcast library, other people's podcasts, other people's videos. Uh, And it all comes together and it gets spread out over the course of months sometimes years
1: yeah it can be as short as a month or as long as a, a year it's, it's basically to make it short for people who haven't heard the other numerous podcasts on the subject is it's it's to reach a goal with some structure and uh, coaching is known for uh, for being uh, very active in like the you know athletic realms Um i use a, a platform coast-based platform for for my personal training and um, it just gives me some structure into my training. It's not that I cannot figure out to put on my running shoes and go for a run or do a bike or do a swim training. That's, that's all good, but I'd have to spend a lot of time to plan this out and periodize it and make sure it's heading in the right direction and that the intensity is enough and all this, you know, mumbo jumbo. Instead of just paying someone with the knowledge and know-how to tell me, hey, on Wednesday, you need to go and do this, on Thursday, you need to do this because on Wednesday you did this and it takes into account what the goal is and those goals are individual like you tell the people what you want to achieve and that's the, the, the basis of where the coaching program is building you up towards and we took the same approach and the, the goal the goal can be you've just certified as a newly fresh open water diver and you just desperately want to go do cave diving perfect We'll, we'll take you on board and we'll make sure, we'll structureize your path so you can reach that in a timely manner and uh, without making you go from zero to hero within a short 14 days of diving, um, it'll be a, a structured and well laid out plan. But it can also be as simple as that, hey, I've just done my Essentials of Tech plan program and I need to work on my finning techniques and I need to work on my situational awareness. Fine, we'll take a month and we'll have some some structure for you to work with during that month with, with everything. Perfect, let's work that. Or it can be as simple as I want to change my lifestyle, that I want to incorporate a bit more fitness into my life so that I can be a easier, safer, less air-consuming diver. Happy days, we'll work with that as well.
0: So over the past, it's been really interesting, right? Just in the past month, we've had a huge group of people sign up for coaching. Um, from all over the United States. This particular group is all domestic here. From 15 dives, advanced. This is an advanced diver with 15 dives, right? Took the class, the open water class, different agency. Finished the class. They said the next thing is advanced. You start tomorrow. So he's got 15 dives. And seriously has is so far behind the curve that we went in with him and we're like, okay, we're just gonna go backward now. And we're gonna start all over with you. And we're gonna give you this academic program, this fitness and nutrition program, which some people want, some people don't. And, um, and this training, as, as you said so clearly, this structured training model that will get you to your goals. In his case, it is actually being a real advanced diver. A good diver, exactly. A good advanced diver, you know, comfortable to 100 feet, 30 meters, understanding team concepts and things like that. And it's going to take, you know, months of, especially now because we're in the winter, but it'll take months of going slowly. And that's the beautiful thing. So it becomes not about the the end goal as much as it is about the process.
1: Exactly. I mean, all the, all the books you read on any kind of goal oriented topic and it can be athletics, it can be business-wise, they all talk about the process. The goals are the inevitable outcome of a well-structured process, every time. It's just in our little world, all the goals are usually bound to this plastic card that's telling you something, and it can tell you something valuable, but it can also just tell you, hey, you've been there, you know, Um, nothing more, nothing less.
0: It's interesting, we talk about um, process training, which is what coaching is, and that if you do the process, the outcome is inevitable. If you do outcome-based training, where your goal is to get a certification card, you can do it in a weekend, but you do learn anything, and the outcome is not inevitable, because you might not pass, but if you do it in a, in a model like coaching, you do the process, and whenever you reach the level of certification, if that's your goal... Then the, the coach, the instructor, it's the same person, just certifies you because you've reached that level over a period of time. So, you know, uh, Mike Brennan, our instructor down in Florida, took a whole group of people through open water, uh, recreational two, nitrox, all this other stuff, and he just put them in this year-long program. And over the course of the year, somebody would reach a level that it was appropriate for certification, made all the requirements, done all the dives. And he just filled out their certification form. And they just inevitably became certified by doing the process and not worrying about when the card was going to show up, how many dives they were going to have, any of that. It's just, you get to the bar and you use, when you reach it, great. There's your, there's your, you know, your outcome. And it's, it's a really interesting model. So I don't know if anybody else is actually doing this in scuba, at least at a training agency level. I don't think so.
1: No, not at a training level.
0: But that's one of the things that we're really working on this year at DEMA is to really explain to instructors that you can come in, cross over to UTD, become a UTD instructor, and you become a coach. Or come in as a dive master, cross over, you still have to take the course, but come in as a dive master. And then you can coach certified divers up to your level of training which is cool, right? So, you know, our dive masters are teaching dive masters. It's really, it's a really good program. So we'll have that out. We'll have information on coaching at DEMA. We'll be able to talk you through the program. Um, we're doing testimonials and so on like that. So we'll have a lot of information about that there. So that's the first thing is coaching, which is super cool. Uh, what's next? Talks in the technical area, right? It's on my list. Okay, so here's a this is where we figured out that DEMA was was going to be maybe a little bit less successful in the past. I don't want to set that intention, but we know there are less people there. It used to be really hard to get a speaking slot in the technical area at DEMA. You had to apply early. If you were lucky, you got one. I think we've done maybe one every other year for the past 10 years. This year, we have three.
1: That's very nice. So what? (laughs)
0: That tells you one of two things. Either we're brilliant and they love us, or... (laughs) We were the only people who said yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. Well, I, I saw the list. I mean, there's other p- interesting speakers also yeah. there. Um, yeah. there. And are. I just think maybe they've opened up more room, uh, no. like m- more time. No, a lot less of people. people. Less people. Less people. Yeah, no. less people showing up.
0: So we have three. But you know what? I'm going with, that's awesome. Not, oh, God, nobody else could fill it, so they gave it to us. Exactly. So we're doing three talks in the technical area at DEMA. They're going to be really interesting. One, of course, is on coaching because it's right in the front of our minds all the time. The second one you're going to do, which is the current state of side mount in recreational diving. And we're going to come back to that in a second and talk about that. And the third one is we're going to uh, recreate or create our obscure, most obscure question in scuba diving podcast live in front of the audience, which means We may be live streaming this, and if you have questions you'd like us to answer live stream from DEMA, send them to us. Exactly. Excuse me, at info at Diving.com and we'll take them with us, because in case nobody shows up, we're going to have to come up with our own obscure questions, and I'd prefer they came from our listeners and not from us.
1: No, we'll try. If the technology is with us, we can live stream it, um, uh, either on Facebook or on YouTube. You'll be updated. Um, In any way, we're going to record it, uh, the live stream. podcast there and then uh, it'll be fun that'll be definitely fun
0: we'll have a video we'll have a pod we'll, we'll put it out as a podcast because they're always fun and even if yeah it doesn't matter if nobody's there it's still going to be fun because you know we're, we're entertaining and we laugh at ourselves and that's important but let's back up one section and one step and talk about sidemount yeah so we do actually have one training announcement to make it sidemount which is uh, make at DEMA on sidemount which is super cool so we are continuing The UTD side mount training program, which had always been based on a piece of equipment called the UTD Z system. Exactly. So this is something that was developed in UTD equipment um, quite a while ago, and it's been used for a long time. And it's basically a distribution system for gas on side mount. Yeah. So, I mean, you you can talk about this, right? The difference between independent doubles and what we do, and then we'll talk about the gear.
1: Exactly to make it really quick quick short and dirty we'll probably uh, we'll probably be somewhere either at Dima or after Dima make a complete um, you know uh, podcast about this subject but to, to quick and dirty explain it the reason behind we uh, developed the Z system in that time was the fact that okay we'd like to integrate the site mount into our uh, organization but we have to make sure that it fits into our 10 covens and in our philosophy of a, a DIR based system. So all the procedures and protocols and emergency protocols from A to Z had to be, you know, adapted in that system. And that's when um, the Z system was born because that was, you know, uh, a way of distributing gas so that all our protocols and principles stay intact. Sharing gas from the source you're breathing off a long hose, always being on the long hose, always have rock bottom uh, gas calculations, having uh, you know the doubles philosophy with isolatable a manifold, so you can isolate one from the other but still be able to breathe, all that sort of stuff from doubles that we know and love was made possible by a manifold that you could isolate left and right side. Now, when COVID hit. Uh, we started realizing that hey, wait a minute, more and more countries and more and more areas of the world are more isolated and have a really hard time getting any kind of equipment uh, sourced. Uh, well, I have d-
0: to interrupt you for a second. It was also at the same time we separated the two companies.
1: Uh, exactly. The companies also separated.
0: Right. So the training side went to to Ben and I, and the equipment side stayed onto its own thing. So the ability for us as a training agency to manufacture and sell this proprietary one-off isolator manifold that you had to get from us, and then you had to, to embrace the idea of UTD equipment and all this other stuff – that was where the hang-up became...
1: We, we, we didn't want to... Uh, we never want to be, how you say, dependent on any other brand. Brand specific. What if that company goes out of business? Or there is an issue? Or, you know, any kind of way. We develop materials now. We've recently developed materials for two big rebreather manufacturers. And obviously that's a gamble. But it's, it's a machine. <laughs> this is not something we can we can turn around. Whereas with um, the, the 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 smaller parts of the intricate Z system were were a system that could potentially be um, made different. And that's when I started thinking about how can we develop a system that is based on a configuration and is independent of a specific equipment manufacturer or a brand. And that's when I looked at uh, our our configuration on the rebreathers, where we basically have two gas inputs on our chest, one on the left, one on the right, one is for oxygen, one is for uh, diluent. And it basically has a feed input on both sides. Which None of which we need on open circuit. None of which we need on open circuit. But the, the idea of distributing the gas from the front of the diver with all over-the-counter parts turned it into that we can configure this in, in in our way with over-the-counter parts. And that's what we like, is that's what basically, if we teach in Essentials of Tech class, you'd need a DIR setup. You need two first stages with a long hose and a short hose. But if those are Scuba Pro or Apex or Aqualung or Halcyon or, uh, you know... Don't care. Atomic, I don't really care, as long as you can configure it in the way we prescribe. And this is the point we reached in Sidemount now with a few simple over-the-counter parts we can configure a way where we still remain true to the isolatable manifold principle that we can isolate left from right, we can always donate the gas we're breathing off the long hose, we stick to our core principles. Now that's not to say that we're not teaching on the manifolded system yet, because they're still out there, we're still teaching that. It's basically the same course, it's just a different configuration that now allows for less dependence on a specific piece of brand of equipment. Well, it's exactly
0: the same course, actually, because because the only thing we care about in the course, especially at the earlier levels, the essential levels in learning how to operate side mount, is that the gas is going everywhere all the time, unless you have a problem. So you can donate a long hose, go to your necklace, still use your dry suit, still use your BC. Nothing's, you know, nothing's ever turned off. And if you do have to do an air share, everything's on which is the brilliant part of how you know originally the Z system worked and now how this system which we don't have a name for it yet we're toying with various things I think things we're going to just
1: call it side mount <laughs> just to keep it I simple. don't know
0: I like gas I like gas block side mount but we're still working on it we're still working on it I know every time I say that you get the scowl it's so like, maybe we won't side mount sounds but anyway the deal is two small gas distribution blocks one on the left one on the right one of them has an isolator, a little sliding shutoff isolator. Both of them have QC6 inputs. There's a cross hose between them, and Bob's your uncle. It couldn't be simpler. We're getting the parts right now from a, a company that we love called Omni Swivel. They make tons and tons of small um, adapters and distribution blocks and really cool, you know cool little parts for everything if they go out of business which i don't think they will but if they go out of business somebody else will make a, a very simple three to one gas distribution block and a sliding shutoff, and everything else is hoses exactly so it's really cool it's really cool so i dove it i went down to mexico earlier this year and i dove it uh with kim in the caves for a couple of days and then we went out and um uh, my wife joined us and we did about, you know, three or four days of reef diving and I dove it there with singles and it was perfect. It was just perfect and it was easy and cheap and it worked and it was problem free. The whole thing was super easy. So we'll have that there. We'll, we, we're not sure if we're going to actually bring a system or a picture, but what it, what it does mean is that we're going to continue our side mount program and now we have a way to do it that's not equipment dependent, um, any distribution
1: block any regulator it's configuration dependent and that's what we like right i mean it's, exactly uh, again we'll we'll always be brand neutral we we love certain brands and certain products uh, and and we'll support obviously uh, the ones that are out there for sure but um we just felt that now is the time to to also you know think about the future and be able to have people uh, give people opportunity to start diving the side mount in the way that we like to dive side mount, and it granted it's not for everybody. There's some hardcore side mount uh, divers out there that do fantastic solo exploration dives, uh, and kudos to them. I mean that's fantastic for them. It's that tool. So it's all about choices, right? I mean if you choose that you want to follow our philosophy. We have a system that will work for you. If you have the manifold on your back, perfect. If you have no availability of that, perfect. We still have you got you covered to be able to train and dive the way you like to dive, and and that's what it boils down to—a choice. I mean, we can we can debate until the cows come home which system is the better system. End of the day, we're talking about diving. You know, it's like hey, I wear a blue shirt tonight because I like it. You know, it's my choice, or it's your choice if you wear a black shirt.
0: Yeah, I think the other part of brand neutrality that is part of the uh, side mount story is that any side mount harness and wing that's out there will work with this yeah you don't need a, you don't need a brand specific harness or brand specific plates you don't need any you could stick it on a back plate as long as you have a wing that will support side mount and which means it you know won't won't taco up behind a tank because there's no tank there and you have this little hose and two-block contraption. Anything will work. So if you've got a dive right side mount system, a Halcyon, a you know deep you know anything doesn't matter. You buy the harness, the wing, and then you just get these parts, and now you're in whatever it's going to be called. UTD side mount, no, because we don't want to tie it to the equipment. But gas block side mount. I'm hoping it'll grow on you.
1: No, I don't know. I just think sidemount is just very simple. Well, we have to differentiate
0: it from independent doubles. Because traditionally, sidemount was independent doubles. And I want to make sure people
1: understand, this is not independent doubles. That's true. But hey, I was in France. And you know, they dive doubles in France. Old-fashioned. Independent doubles. Independent doubles on your back, right? Oh, my God. Still do it. Okay, don't go with that team. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, God. I got a story on that team. Let me tell you. Anyway, oh, yeah. we, we've, we've,
0: maybe we'll tell that. <laughs> so th- those are the two big things that we're going to present to DEMA, right? Coaching and the new side mount training systems. Uh, one of our goals is to introduce the training system to potential instructors. So if you are interested in crossing over, now's the time to, and you're going to be in Las Vegas, for, for sure, contact us, set up a meeting. We'll sit and talk to you. We're going to bring my little hand pump espresso machine. So we'll be making coffee and um we'd love to talk to you about crossing over at for leadership either as an instructor or a dive master. There are no paper crossovers in UTD. I'll get that on the table right away. So please don't ask us if you're a, you know, a, an instructor from some other agency if you can cross over without taking the course because the answer will be politely uh no, we want you to take the class or yeah, which is a nice way of saying no, you have to take the live class because we have a teaching methodology that's based on really teaching people how to teach. Yeah, and not so much how to dive. You know, I, I say this all the time in, in, when I'm working with people who are going to become instructor trainers is that when an instructor trainer is teaching an instructor and doesn't know how to teach that instructor how to teach something, hmm. then they teach the thing. Yeah. But you don't know how to teach someone to do a back kick, then you just teach the back kick. But that doesn't help the future instructor learn how to teach that to his students or her students. Yeah. So all of this is around a proper educational program based on communications, common ground, building block education, all this other stuff. So um, if you're interested and you're going to be there, or if you're not, just give us a call.
1: I mean, it's a you get this question quite a few times uh, about people, especially highly seasoned instructors. Um, that, that want to cross over and then cross over to a certain high level because that's all they teach according to their you know um, case, and we all I mean we can almost say to the class and we'll guarantee it'll change the way you teach regardless of where you're coming from hundred percent I mean it, it it's 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 really purely based on teaching methodologies and working with students. In real scenarios, instead of just okay, these are our standards. Learn them from the top of your mind, and that's it. You know, that's, check, that, check, e- check. Exactly. That's far from what we're doing. Far from what we're doing.
0: And I think you know it's interesting you say that though, because when the UTD training separated from UTD equipment, and we had the opportunity to look at the program and basically rebuild it from the ground up, I think we're just going to blow our own horns here a little bit, that, you know, together, you and I, I think, did a really, really good proper job focusing on education and never getting derailed on um, equipment. We know that what we're doing is we're teaching diving. We're not teaching people how to just breathe underwater while they use the equipment. We are teaching people how to dive. Buoyancy first, everything else second, team first, everything else second.
1: Exactly. Exactly. In the past, you guys had to have so many balls up in the air that it was, you know, it was hard to stay focused on one specific area because in, in many ways, equipment kind of uh, interferes with the teaching a lot of the times. So I feel uh, it's something we talk a lot about in our courses that the equipment we use is the tool. But if you're unskilled, the tool can be as good as it gets. It's just not good in your hands. I mean, you know, if you take the best tool for a carpenter, the best brand, if you don't know how to use it, eh, it's kind of worthless. Well, it goes down to a
0: hammer, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, hammer's a hammer, but, you know, if you don't use it properly, you know, there goes your thumb or there goes a hole in the wall. Well,
1: true that, true that. So, yeah, so the, we've really been able to focus on uh, taking a step back and looking at the programs uh, with the helicopter view and, and trying to build in a more Generic way. It's also shining through in the tech programs, the cave programs, the new cave programs, and now the, to come, new rebreather programs. They're gonna all follow the same structure, uh, so it'll also be easier for you as the student and as the instructor to to uh, help guide people through a certain path.
0: So I think the goal of this podcast is to convince you to come to Las Vegas, and if you do come to Las Vegas, for sure come by. Have a coffee
1: oh, we haven't even talked about the ring toss game
0: Oh, the ring toss game, yeah, so remember the ring toss game where you there's a hook on a wall and you have the the round little ring and you swing it on the string and you try to hook it on the yeah yeah <laughs> on the hook so we'll have that set up with awesome prizes. Get it on the first try wait i've got it I've got the document around here someplace. Get it on the first try get a seven hundred and ninety five dollar iDC equipment materials package get it on the second try get 169 sixty-nine dollar technical or cave package of online course materials get it on the third try get your recreational course of choice get it on the fourth try you're buying us coffee exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it should be fun so that's going to be set up um Ben and I will be there. Kim will be there. We'll Hopefully, there'll be a big long line waiting to get to talk to us. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but I'm being super positive, super positive about this and um, hoping that the naysayers about the everything is wrong. I was at a bicycle swap meet yesterday, cleaned out my garage, Just sold like all this extraneous bicycle part junk because we can't have a podcast and not talk about cycling. So... It was mobbed. It was freaking packed with people because it had been canceled the last two years. So four of them have been canceled right there, two a year. And this place was just jam-packed. So so there's two things. One is that hopefully that'll be the case at DEMA in Las Vegas. And the other thing is, and this came from the salesperson at um, who's selling us the booth, but I've known her for a decade and, and I like her. And she did say that, one of the things that happens happened recently in trade shows is that the people who show up are serious.
1: Well, this is also what I said to you like I think what we can expect is that the people who do come are the serious people from the industry. You know, otherwise it's like hey, we're just going to go and have fun and see what's new in Las Vegas. Kick some kick some tires, right? Yeah. yeah exactly, kick some tires and see what's happening. Now, people with an actual goal that want to like act on it are going to probably come to Las Vegas. So,
0: I hope this sets the stage for, you know, a more serious DEMA and maybe a more serious boot show in Germany in, mm. in January. We'll see.
1: Yeah, so. who knows?
0: All right. Well, good. So come see us in Las Vegas. If you don't or can't make it, for sure, if you have an obscure question, send it to us and we'll get it answered in the talk and on the live stream. And if you're interested in coaching or crossing over as a instructor or dive master, just... Um, shoot us a note jeff at utd diving.com ben at utdscubadiving diving.com if you wanted to catch both of us send it to info at UTDScuba diving.com and you can check out the website where would that be UTDScuba diving.com it's all easy it's so easy so tell your friends about our podcast go back and listen to the episodes on coaching because that's super cool you can leave us a rating and review always helps us and uh yeah we'll uh we'll see you from las vegas next all right. See, oh, when is it? Wait, wait, when is it? Oh. It's next week. It's next week already, yeah. It's next week, right? It's November, it's 15, 16, 17, and 18. That's it, right? Exactly. My, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in Las Vegas next week. All right. Okay, I think we can go now. <laughs> Bright Lines Big <of> City, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great Just night.
1: inside. Hell is going outside. down the street.